Dear listener, welcome to my brand new podcast called Beautiful Chaos with Empress Karen Rose, spiritual herbalist and planetary friend. I am the proud owner of Sacred Vibes Apothecary and Sacred Vibes Botanica in Brooklyn, New York. Beautiful Chaos is the podcast designed to help guide us through our transformative times powered by plants and planets. This podcast draws on the principle that there's beauty in chaos as is evidenced by our very existence on this chaotic yet benevolent planet and universe. This podcast will honor the dynamic ride of the Orishas Oya and Oshun, speaking to Oya's power over the profound transformation in our lives and Oshun's reminder to find beauty in all things and to thrive. This ride or event is often called Uranus in Taurus by astrologers. Our weekly downloads will focus on major planetary transits and the alchemical medicine that can support our journey. My initial intention is for this to be a solo ride. However, I may sometimes invite a few of my astrology nerds to join us on this journey. This podcast is sponsored by Sacred Vibes Apothecary and Sacred Botanica, Caribbean and family-owned shops, both located in Brooklyn, New York. In this first episode of the Beautiful Chaos Podcast, we take a look at the huge change that has occurred in this last week with the nodes. You may have heard so much about the nodal change because the North Node just moved into Aries and the South Node just moved into Libra. And of course, these are tropical positions. Now, the nodes that I'm talking about, you may ask yourself, what are these? I like to refer to sidereal astrology or Vedic astrology or chemic astrology quite often, even when explaining tropical astrology and the work around it. So the nodes are considered to be two half of one demon. So they're neither good nor bad. I believe that the South Node gets such a bad rap because oftentimes we're like, oh, that North Node is the thing that we should be moving toward. The South Node is the things that we should be abandoning in this lifetime. But if we consider that they're two half to one demon, then you begin to understand that they're both can be equally benevolent or in astrology, oftentimes they're considered equally malefic. So let's talk about it. So both of these nodes point to powerful factors that can eclipse our lives and eclipse the light that we shine into the world. Both of these nodes speak to our spiritual growth. Some believe that it's actually the key to our spiritual growth. The North Node often has to do with collective karma because it's what we will put out into the earth, into the universe, into our community during this lifetime. And the South Node often has to do with individual karma. Speaking of what we've experienced, how we've grown, our ancestral legacies, our ancestral trauma, generational trauma can even be found here. Let's talk about the North Node. This node is called Rahu in Vedic astrology. 
And the North Node speaks of Rahu, or the half of that demon being unleashed upon your life. And this is the node that we should be growing into as we are existing in this human form, in this experience, in this life. Oftentimes, I've found that a lot of Western astrologers will speak of Rahu as the node that is more positive. However, in Vedic astrology, it is considered to be harsher because it is here that we can use up so much of our ambition chasing the thing that we should become, the people that we should be with, growing into our purpose, that our power can really become dissipated. It can also mean that we can become so ambitious that we can't see the damage that we're doing in our life or other people's life because of our expansion or that need that Rahu gives for expansion, that filling of this larger self that you may not be paying attention to how you're feeling that not larger self. So let's talk a bit about the North Node or Rahu. Well, it's a beginning. This is where things can begin. This is when you come into your life with the understanding that your purpose is held here, right? So your North Node can be in a specific sign on your zodiac chart. So it's a beginning of that energy. It's an expansion of that energy and potential. It is how we expand in this life or how we ascend to our potential in this life, how we grow in fame, in popularity, and in power. And it's also our psychic sensitivity to mass trends or the collective karma that we would have to develop ourselves in. The South Node, on the other hand, is called Ketu. And K2 is often considered more of a demon than the North Node. It is the karma that you come into this life with, the things at your back, the things that you already bring from your previous existence. But I believe that K2 can have a very positive influence over our experience. I believe, like the Bible says, better is the day of death than the day of birth, because at the day of death, you have gained all this wisdom leading you into this new existence, right? That is what K2 is, versus the North node or Rahu, which is the day of birth where this existence still have to be built up, right? I guess that's why I'm also a lover of sunset versus sunrises, because I truly believe that a reflective viewpoint is so nourishing and so fulfilling versus that waking up to possibilities and the effort of that possibility. <laughs> I'm a late waker, and so maybe that is the reason why I feel this way also, but who knows? So with the South Node or K2, you could be overcritical because in those moments of reflection, you get to look at the day and see what that day was truly made up of. And this could be where the criticism begins, right? Where you can become very overcritical. The things that are associated with the South Node or K2 is the completion of a karmic cycle. So when 
you look at the sign that your south node is in, you know that you have gathered some wisdom of that sign and that you may have completed a karmic cycle as related to the nature of that sign. So the energy of the south node is often contracting, internalizing the wisdom that you have gained. It is descending in its nature. And when I'm teaching this to herbalists, I often mention this energy of the south node to be that of a yin versus that north node energy, which is much more of a yang energy, where there's an expansion of the energy or an expansion of the potential in that energy. So with this node, it is about what have we learned? What is our individual karma that we have gained? What have we learned from the last cycle? So this is a much more internal and withdrawn feeling that can come over us. Our perception here can be super powerful because it's like being able to see in the dark. We have strong spiritual powers also here where we can sense things before they happen. And the reason why we sense things before they happen is because we have been engaged with these things before. So this is the feeling of deja vu, where we can begin to see things before they happen, feeling like we've lived it before they happen, because in some cases we actually have. And so why I consider the South Node freer uh, then the North Node is the liberation here, the liberation of already having the experience, the liberation and the freedom that comes with lessons in maturity, lessons in wisdom, the wisdom that you now have that can be applied. I liken it to the process of aging, the process of coming into yourself, you know, the process of getting to that 50-year-old mark and saying to yourself, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I am who I am. I will say what I want. I am free in my liberation. I am liberated. All the things that held me back before, I am definitely not held back by those things now because this is who I am. Accept me if you want to. And if not, oh well, it doesn't cause a change. And that is the feeling of being in that South Node, those lessons. Now, what I want to talk about specifically here is the change of the South from the North Node into Aries and the South Node into Libra. And so this is such a positive change that's occurring for us in the universe if we know how to work with this energy. And that is why this podcast, Beautiful Chaos, will be focusing on the energy of planets and plants as I guide you through transformative events that are happening in our universe and the ways in which we can apply them to our lives. So the North Node is now in Aries. The energy of Aries is that of Ogun. It is the energy of the Emperor and the Emperor card in the Tarot. If you've ever pulled the Emperor card, you know that this is a time for bossing up, for stepping into your power, for understanding the nature of your kingdom, which is your life, and making decisions based on not only what's best for 
for you, but what's best for your kingdom. This is certainly a leadership position with the North Node in Aries. This is the new learning, the thing that you're aspiring to. So all of us are getting a chance to learn what it's like to step fully into the power of Ogun or this emperor or this boss over our lives. And some of us may already feel that we are the boss over our lives. But with the North Node here, it is telling you maybe there's another way that we can look at this to see how we have been the leader of our lives, the leader of our empire. In our next episode, I will speak about the power of the heart as involved here with this energy of Ogun and this energy of Aries. So when we look at the nature of what this is, this is the light. When the North Node is in Aries, it is the light of your intellect or the light of your Ori, the spirit that guides your existence, that lights your way back to the self whenever you feel lost. It is that lighthouse that is available for you in the midst of any storm, as long as you know that it is always present and you can find your way back to self. It is that light that is on always. However, that light can be dimmed or that light can be wholly lost because of our interrelation with others. So this light could get lost because of our interrelation with our parents. This light can get lost because of our interrelation with our sibling. This light of our intellect, this light of our spirit, this light of our ori could get lost because of our interrelation with community. It could get lost because of our schooling, being subjected to the tool of capitalism and of control that academia is. This life can get lost in our intimate relationships that we have with other folks, with lovers. I speak of this light getting lost, but the light is always there. It is us that can get lost because of the distance between us and that light and how far we've moved away from it. So this is really about you getting back to yourself when we have a North Node in Aries, we are given the opportunity to return to the self. This energy, many people will call it selfish, but if you followed me for any length of time, I have said to you that some of my best people to have around me are those that are selfish because they are truly focused on the needs of the self. And when they are focused on the needs of the self, that need isn't projected onto you. They also give you room in order to center your needs, but you're not taking away from their need and they're conscious about where they end and another begins, right? So this energy of Ogun is really a strong, willful, protective kind of energy. And that strong, willful protectiveness is so necessary for us as we step into being a leader and a boss over our lives. It really is about the power of protection that comes from following your life. It is the power of protection of knowing that you 
are in charge and have autonomy over your life. So with this energy, there can be an invention of the new you. So we will see a lot of changes happening, right? We will see a lot of folks showing up and saying, this is the new me, like it or not, here we go. This is who I am, right? And stepping into that side of Ogun that is so powerful and strong will that we are often afraid that we can get caught up in it. It is that warrior energy. It is you going to war over your own life and understanding that if you don't stand up for you, then who will? If you don't speak up for you, then who will? It is about you having enough strength in yourself and your independence that you can develop as an individual out here in this world, regardless of the relationships that are around you. So this is about the sense of self, having a strong sense of who you are, regardless of the changes that are happening around you. Remember, the North Node was about being sensitive to collective karma and really being drawn in by what's going on in the collective. So we're going to need to develop that strong sense of self, that strong sense of autonomy, and that strong sense of will whenever you see an Aries North node. This is about being centered into the self. So there is a word that's called self-centered, and often people think of that in a negative way because they say, oh, you're obsessed with the self. Yeah, that can happen, and I will speak about that. But for now, when I speak about this node, I really want you to understand that self-centered could also be mean heart-centered, coming from the heart, getting back to yourself, not getting lost in the collective and the collective influences that exist around us every day, where we face the danger of being carried away by the masses. So this energy is one of such that we lean into the self and we lean into our practices that are heart-centered and that are centered around the self and around what you you are bringing to the table and how you center yourself in the creation of your kingdom and standing firm as the emperor. Thank you so much for being with me today. I will be back on episode two to talk about that south node in Libra and why it's so important to the development for us now. Please join me again to listen to episode two. Thank you so much for listening to Beautiful Chaos. Did you love it? Please like and subscribe and tell someone about it. Join my mystery school coven on Patreon to make the medicines and learn more about the plants we discuss. Until next time, so much love to you.